Welcome to the Peepcast. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It is March 17th, 2022. Today was another action-packed day in the NFL. Devontae Adams to Sin City. Von Miller headed to Orchard Park. And Baker Mayfield being all up in his feelings and much, much more. It's all here, right here, right now. Football is here. Let's get it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I hope you are all having a green beer right now because it's been nuts. This week has been crazy. Last week was crazy. (laughs) Ronnie and I were talking about, oh, we're going to have a packed show. And then, bam, we have some other crazy news that's happening. Ronnie, are you even able to to not be on your phone right now? Because I'm just refreshing Twitter constantly, (laughs) you know, all day. You know, it's funny you say that because as you're talking, I am – Flipping my TV over to NFL Network, uh, we don't want to miss anything. No, I mean, no, I got Twitter up right here. I'm yep, refreshing yep, as we're in the show. I'm waiting for something to happen. Well, we all, I think we know what we're waiting on, right? Yeah, yeah, we're next, waiting on the bit, next big news. Absolutely. Well, we got some big news that we're going to talk about right now. And this just came across the line just a few bit ago. That's right. We changed the background to the Raiders. Devontae Adams has been traded from the Green Bay Packers to the Las Vegas Raiders for a 2022 first-round pick, a 2022 second-round pick, potentially a player in there. Um, There's some uh, other details that are surely to come out about it, but holy cow, what in the world is going on? Wow. Just another player to the the AFC West, eh? (laughs) Man, I tell you what, that AFC, that division specifically, I saw somebody on Twitter refer to it as the SEC of uh, NFL. I think they might be right. I mean, you top to bottom, you can't pick the champ. No. I mean, you just can't. And um, uh, I think it was um, NFL Network. I was kind of watching that a little bit. And one of the uh, the hosts on there said that you look at these the quarterbacks – Okay, yeah, Mahomes might be better than a couple of them, or Herbert might be better than a couple of them, or whatever. But offensively, they're all pretty good. They're stacked at receivers. Uh, they've got running games. You look at the defense. Well, they all got pass rushers. They can all get after the quarterback. So it kind of comes down to the coach then, right? Like, which of those four coaches do you trust the most uh, to, to lead that team? And if I had to pick one right now, I would go with the one that's done it the longest and done it the best. And that would be Andy, Andy Reid. Reid. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it it's not just Devontae Adams. And we're going to have a, a discussion about this because there's a ripple effect that's going to go across, you know, over into Green Bay and, you know, somebody over there that said that they didn't want to be part of a rebuild. But Chandler Jones also went to the yeah. Raiders. They added a big time pass rusher next to Max Crosby. So they all got him. I mean, if you look, they all got him. Chris yeah. Jones and uh, Frank Clark. Frank Clark, which he last we thought that he was going to be gone. They restructured his contract yeah. and like, you know, made that work, which I bet you that had a lot to do with what's going on in the division, by the way. Uh, then you got Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. Man, that and one's impressive right there. That's crazy. That and might then, be the best of the, the four. Oh man, I I think it's the most prestigious of the yeah. four for sure. They're they're two people that have done it 
for a while. Matt, you want us to rank him. We might have to do that for sure. Uh, but then you, you got Max Crosby, you got Chandler Jones, and then Denver, they got uh, Chubb. And then uh, I'm trying to think, they might be missing, they might be missing on the pass rush a little bit. I'm trying to think of if they have another premier guy on the outside. I know their secondary is really, really good. Yeah. I would have to look at the, the roster because you're right. I don't remember uh, the other one. It's nobody that, you know, like their name doesn't pop out, of course. But, I mean, they can still uh, – that might, might be more of a committee-type uh, situation. But uh, and Bradley Chubb, it, he's pretty good too, though. Yeah. it's Oh, Randy Gregory. That's who it was. They they signed him because he yeah. flipped from the Cowboys. Uh, absolutely. I You know what? I know what? If I got to pick those – um, I'm probably going Bosa and Mac, and then I'm probably going Jones and Crosby second. Um, and then I'll go Clark and Jones and then probably Denver's. Um, they're more built yeah. in the secondary. But let's talk about some Devontae Adams, though. This was not expected. The, the Raiders are some silent assassins right now. They they've got they got two big name players that nobody was talking about. The Raiders being talking to them, any of that stuff, right? So now all of a sudden they land Devonte Adams. He's linked up with his Fresno State buddy, which that's really cool, by the way. That's cool. I mean, that is super cool. Yeah. And they're back in it. We were talking about them on. I mean, this is as fluid as the NFL gets. On Monday, we're talking about that they might be the worst in the division. Now you look at the two players that they added. They're moving on up. They're moving on up. They're no longer three B. Because <laughs> I don't know if there's a four. They're no longer three B. I I I almost want to. I don't know who. Maybe I they put are. There. I don't know I mean, who. I there's put a there. one through one A through one D. <laughs> Man, what they're not all going? You know, twelve and what is that? Twelve and five. Twelve and five, but they could all make the playoffs still. Yeah, that would yeah. be that would be insane. Yeah, they, they've been wheeling and dealing because right after they picked up Chandler Jones, they traded uh, Ngakwe to the Colts. I guess the Colts are trading with people, by the way. Freaking just pull the trigger on the Jimmy one already. Like, <laughs> I'm going nuts over here every single day. But the Raiders were able to pick up Rocky Sin. Uh, he was ranked as the sixth uh, best man-to-man corner in the NFL. Matt, you're still in my thunder in the comments. But... <laughs> That's a huge deal because they were yeah. in the talks with Stefan Gilmore. He's still out there, and the Raiders were up on that list. All of a sudden, if they if they land Stefan Gilmore and they have Rocky Sin on the the outside, and they have those pass rushers, and they got Devonte Adams, whoa, yeah, yeah, the defense suddenly looks a lot more scary than just Max Crosby. Uh, it's, it's wild. And who do you think? So let me ask you this. And I mean, we're, we need to talk to Vontae Adams, but I don't know who's going to benefit more. Is it Crosby going to benefit more from Chandler Jones or Chandler Jones going to benefit more from Crosby? That's going to be, that's going to be interesting, but let's talk about Devonte Adams. Let's talk about their weapons. Okay. Because this is a big deal that yeah. they have been in need of a number one wide receiver for a long time, a long time. Since Tim Brown, probably Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, they haven't really had a guy. I mean, they brought in everybody well, from Antonio Brown to yeah. lots, lots of people. They've they've had a couple, but they can't keep them. They had uh, Mark Cooper traded him. Well, the previous regime traded him, uh, and then of course Henry Ruggs. We know what happened with that. So yeah, I, I don't, and I 
I don't remember who the receivers were specifically when Gannon was there. Like when they went to a Super Bowl with, yeah, it was with Tim Brown, know, Jerry Rice. Was that Brown that that long ago? Yeah, it's that long Ow. ago. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Just that's crazy. It's crazy. And I mean, you bring up uh, Amari Cooper, but you know, he 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 wasn't there for all that long. Was it a couple of years? And before yeah, his rookie, three, yeah. yeah, his before his rookie deal came up, they traded him. So They've been in. I mean, this is to me. Devonte Adams is the best receiver. Him and and um, DeAndre Hopkins and one A one B. You can talk about that because I think they're the total package. They'll block. Yeah. They're really good route runners. We know what they can do with the ball in their hands. They're good yards after the catch. But then they also now he's paired up with Darren Waller, and don't forget about Hunter Renfro in that slot. That is just going to be ridiculous. Okay, Third so. He's Hunter Renfro is a beast. Okay. He looks like your generic Mormon missionary. (laughs) He's going to try to, you know, you know, if you fall in some water, he's probably going to try to baptize you, but he, that's what he looks like, but he doesn't play like that. That guy is unbelievable. He's absolutely unbelievable. So now let's talk about how this impacts the green Bay Packers because we heard Aaron Rodgers talk about i don't want to be part of a rebuild yeah he gets 150 million dollars but he also has nobody to throw to right now yeah yeah everybody's um, just going to the nfc or the afc <laughs> AFC, I mean. AFC. yeah which is weird it, it's kind of funny because we talked about uh back before rogers made his decision and we were talking about why would he want to go to the afc with with the talent and loaded the way they were with quarterbacks. If he wants a shot at a Super Bowl, he needs to stay in the NFC, right? But now it's almost like the co- the competitor and these guys are like, "I gave me some of that. I want to go over there and play yeah. with the big boys." You know, if and 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 I Could get be. that. So, um, yeah, I I don't know who's going to throw to uh, Scantling. He's probably not going to resign there. He's a free agent. I'm sure he's talking elsewhere. Uh, but we were talking onions um, coming off a big injury. So they're yeah. tight end. But he's coming I off mean, a big it, injury. I guess he can throw it to Aaron Jones all day, but, um, <laughs> but, but you look at what they got. So they got two, the first and second round pick in this coming draft. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the depth of this draft, as far as the wide receivers going, the speed uh, at least. And it is believed that there might be a couple of these guys in this group. that could really step up uh, in year one. So, with four picks in the first two rounds, they could they could definitely reload. And if at least one of those hits, maybe they get lucky and they hit like a Justin Jefferson or a, a Jamar Chase, and then then I think everything's fine. However, on the flip side of that, I do feel like all of this drama and turmoil within the organization is going to affect other players and then their decisions whether to stay or not. Zadarius Smith, he's still available. He he pulled back on his deal with with the Ravens, so he's still an option. Yeah. Um, but does he want to come back to what's going on over there in Green Bay? I doubt it. I mean, you know, I I see Troy makes a, a comment here. Yeah, they still win the division. You know, that division's getting tougher. It's not getting it's it's not going to be a cakewalk for them. Minnesota was right there last year as far as one possession games and. They're they're kind of they're in a new regime, and I can still think that you know they were a talented team, and they still have. Yeah. Last I checked, they still have. Um, oh my gosh, they're uh, the running back. 
uh, Cook, Dalvin Cook, <laughs> Dalvin yeah. Cook. They got Justin Jefferson. They have Adam Thielen. They have a good offense. They need to piece some things together. But it's the NFL. Like everybody's good. And when you lose, we've we've seen what happens to even Tom Brady when he loses some of his weapons. Like in in Tampa Bay this last year, when Chris Godwin went out, and then all of a sudden Mike Evans went out. It was a big time different team. Teams defend you a lot different when they don't have to bracket a receiver on the outside. They don't have to worry about that connection and stuff because you have to game plan for Devontae Adams. Yeah. You have to game plan for him. So now all of a sudden you have to you, you're playing people straight up. And yeah, maybe they'll hit somebody in the draft and all that, but that's going to be a work in progress. That's going to be a long process for Aaron to start to trust him, for them to learn the playbook, for them to because you know how Aaron and uh, Devonte Adams, they would just look at each other. It'd be a run play, and he would just step back and throw a quick slant, and you know, for a touchdown or whatever. So that chemistry is a big deal. Yes, it's Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yes, they still have some some guys, and yeah, I, I still think they're going to be favored to win the division. But this is a big deal. This it's is a, a big deal. deal. It's huge, uh, and I think. Well, let me ask you before I, yeah, throw in my two cents on. Does this season make or break the legacy of Aaron Rodgers? Does this? No, I don't think it does. Um, I mean, what if he goes out there and has a terrible season? The team is six and eleven. He throws for thirty five hundred yards and twenty six touchdowns instead of fifty, like he normally does. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to me, that changes things. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so throughout his career, he's had Donald Driver, he's had Randall Cobb, he's had Devontae Adams, he's had guys throughout his career. And yeah. this might be the first season he does not have that guy to that he can count on and lean on. So uh, to me, I think it could affect his legacy. And, I mean, counter we already, argument. We already counter argument. Him. What if he yeah. goes out and lights it up with exactly. nobody? You know, yeah. he could go out so there and, and light it up. Both extremes, go, either direction. Yeah, yeah, it could go either way. Um, even if it just stayed normal, right? Like even if he had the same type of production with, and you go, oh my gosh, he doesn't have. You know, Devontae Adams, whole, I mean, that's unbelievable. And he's, I, listen, th- you think about what you want about the person and his personality or whatever. The dude is one of the most talented throwers of the football on planet Earth that's ever existed. Flat out. He does some things that nobody can do, that people wish that they could do. He, I mean, he's thrown off his back foot, thrown at 60 yards right where he wants to put it. So well, I would say that there's a couple other guys who could do that, but... Well, yeah, but I'm talking like the whole package of being able, like, I mean, just a rubber arm, the way he can, he can just dial it up is unbelievable. So if you got him, you got a chance, but when, I mean, when Montana lost rice is a big deal when, you know, when, or is more rice lost Montana in in that one, in that scenario, but it's a big deal. And Matt, you're right. Unless it's the playoffs. Poor Aaron Rodgers <laughs> in the playoffs. You know, yeah. faces that logo back there, he gets in trouble. Yeah, but this know, is a big funny. deal. You, you mentioned the the Jerry Rice Joe Montana uh, correlation. Um, that's exactly one of the reasons why I am a huge Joe Montana fan because when he left Jerry Rice and John Taylor, Roger Craig, and all those guys, and he went over to Kansas City with some receivers that I don't even remember. I believe there's one of them. His name was Parker, maybe Willie Parker, I think. Other than that, he and he almost took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah, if he not did. for you know the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> but hey, well, that, um, yeah, 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 it's, it's crazy, crazy. It, it's crazy. This just is another player that that's headed from the NFC over to the AFC, specifically the AFC West, 
And I'm, you know, as an NFC fan, you know, 49er fan, I'm looking at the conference and I'm going this, I mean, Chandler Jones is gone. Von Miller's gone. Devontae Adams is gone. Russell Wilson's gone, you know, Randy and you're Gregory. just kind of going down the list. Randy Gregory's gone. Like you just go Amari down Cooper. that list and you're I like, mean, yeah, Mari Cooper's. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. But speaking of your boy, Von Miller, he gets a bag there in Buffalo. And as soon as I saw this, I knew that you were excited. Matt actually texted me. He goes, I bet you Ronnie is ecstatic. So I got to oh, hear from you, man. Mr. Buffalo Bill. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, he changes that defense. He really does. I mean, they were number one, statistically speaking, last season. And um, uh, I was listening to, to Steve Tasker earlier today on uh, the One Bills live show, and he basically said, so statistically, yeah, number one. But that Bills defense, they were never spectacular. They never like, wow, did you see that play, aside from maybe the Micah Hyde interception against the Patriots um, when they just destroyed them. But anyways, uh, <laughs> but it, with somebody like Von Miller in there, that changes that. Now it's not just, okay, we're getting in the quarterback's face, which Buffalo's actually top 10 in the league in pressure rate. They were – you know, contrary to popular belief, pretty good at that. It just didn't result in the numbers in the sacks. With Von Miller in there now, it's going to open up Ed Oliver. It's going to open up uh, uh, Gregory Rousseau, Boogie Basham, AJ Epinesa, and I name those three specifically because a guy like Von Miller comes in and he can take those three guys under his wings. Yes, we've got Jerry Hughes, who who's done a, a great job uh, as far as being that mentor and that leader. But if you listen to guys from other teams, from the Broncos and the Rams, and they will tell you to a T, that's the kind of guy that Von Miller is. He's a great teacher. He's a great leader. And he will take those guys, and he's going to teach them a few things. I mean, Von Miller has 115 sacks since 2011 when he came into the league. Tops in the league at the moment. You add that to an already great defense, and especially in the back end with Trey White, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Man, there's going to be sacks. There's going to be turnovers. It's, it's I, so excited for this. I cannot I like. I've been asking everybody, is it September yet? Can we just get it going? Let's skip the next few months and just play the season. Let's go. Troy hits the nail on the head right here. You have to prep for a player like that. He's absolutely right. And I have to think when you have uh, Hughes on the other side, he's been that guy for a while. Yeah, I almost think that takes the pressure off of him where he can just kind of go play a little bit because he's been the focal point of that pass rush for a while. When they brought in Ed Oliver, that's an interior pass mm -hmm. rush, and they're kind of working together on stunts. Now you add Von Miller, who has a whole nother bag of tricks because Jer Jerry Hughes, let's be real, he's not really a speed guy. He's kind of a power rusher guy, and he has some speed moves, but Von Miller's a speed guy, and he has some power moves. Yeah. So you have two different types of rushers that you have to prepare for. Not to mention a rookie, like not a rookie, a young guy like Ed Oliver, who was drafted. This is well, he's going into year three now, right? Or God, is it year four? He's going into year four, yeah. Uh, going into year four. And you put together that rush, and you can say, Go get Mahomes, go after him, go close out the game now. Because let's not forget, 13 seconds away from, in my opinion, having a trip to the Super Bowl, because that Kansas City Bills game was essentially the Super Bowl in the AFC, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, cool cool on the Bengals and, and, and all that stuff. But I, I really feel like that was the game. 
And the Chiefs took they took everything that they they had to beat the Bills, and I don't they just couldn't put it together two weeks in a row. Yeah, um, and the and, Bengals were waiting for him. Yeah, and as far as Jerry Hughes goes, unfortunately, he's still not signed yet. He is a free agent. They have not brought him back on yet. I'm hoping they do, um, because yeah, you're right. It takes a lot of the pressure off of him, and I think he could get those sacks rather than just the pressures like he's been in the last few years because he's you know he's older he has slowed uh he's not quite the same as he once was but we'll see if he comes back and to matt chrissy's comment i said 2011 not 12 so <laughs> since 2011 right now yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah it, i mean it opens up so much it, you look at that front four that they had last year ed oliver i mean in buffalo they rotate a lot there's you know, those guys don't typically play more than like 50% of the snaps. I have a feeling that will change a little bit with Von Miller. You got to keep that guy on the field. But they rotate with Ed Oliver and, and Star and A.J. Vanessa would sometimes drop down inside as well. And then you had Boogie Basham coming in. You'd have uh, Gregory Rousseau. All of those guys now are going to have like one-on-ones because, like you said, you have to game plan for Von Miller. That's going to open up so much more for for everybody on that that defensive side, and I I can't remember a time when I've been more excited about a season going in, other than maybe back when I was in high school and we had Jim Kelly and Bruce Smith, Thurman Thomas, Andre. I mean, I can name the whole roster, but I'm not going to. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know, Matt, he gets his guys. You get your guy. Would you guys do something? <laughs> Sign somebody. Love of God, I'm freaking out over here. Just scrolling, scrolling. Nothing's they did, happening. They signed a, a linebacker today. I, I don't remember the name, but they did. I saw that. Yeah, he was a special teams guy. They officially, <laughs> yeah, officially signed him. Wonderful. Um, I will tell you this. When it comes to a pass rush, though, the biggest deal isn't always the sacks because you mentioned the pressures. It, it helps your secondary because now all yeah. of a sudden they can gamble a little bit. They know that they're going to get home. And when you have a Von Miller, when you have a Jerry Hughes, they're all working together. They're stunting. They're getting pressure on the quarterback. That quarterback is not as comfortable as he might have been before. And he's got to rush his throw. And you know that he has – he's got to throw it in 2.5. And you can make – you can gamble a little bit more and you're going to get some turnovers. It's going to create turnovers, whether it's in the pocket or it's going down the field. So um, I think that's a huge pickup on them. The one thing that I was – kind of curious about your thoughts and i know that we spoke a little bit about this von miller seems like he's getting a little bit older right he's he's in his 30s now six years next week yeah 33 so six year 120 million dollar deal now two of those years on the back end are 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 voidable years you got to imagine they just kind of we're able to spread that money out a little bit. What are your thoughts on the length of the deal? Cause when I saw it, you, I mean, we're seeing a lot of one, two year contracts, three year contracts, right? I think Chandler Jones got three years, mm -hmm. six years for, for Von Miller. I, I was like, wow, that that's crazy. <laughs> but what do, what do you think about it as a bills fan? Um, I know that so, that's like, might be the last piece of your puzzle, but what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, if it gets us a Super Bowl, you can pay the man 220 million. I don't care. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, so the, 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 the cap hit this year is only 7 million. I believe next year goes to 10 and then year three, uh, I believe it's 17 year four is when it skyrockets to 25 million cap hit. 
And that's kind of the year that the league is, is, is um, anticipating for a huge jump in, in the, uh, in the cap salary numbers, cap. the, the yeah. salary cap, because the, the new TV deals kick in. Uh, we know that the, uh, the drug TV Sunday ticket deal is, is going to be renewed here soon with whoever company gets it. That's going to be a significant, like billions of dollars into the, uh, the pockets of these uh, owners. So, uh, the salary cap is going to drastically jump. And so that's going to be huge. Teams could afford a $25 million cap. But that said, yes, he turns 33 next week. I personally don't anticipate him being on the team to complete the six-year deal. I mean, that puts him at 39. I don't know yeah. of any pass rusher that played that long. Other than maybe Bruce Smith, I think he played for, I want to say, 17 years. Uh, and that's partially how he got his 200 sacks, but he still did it. Um, but it, pass rushers just don't typically play that long. They, they start to, to slow up significantly before then, but we'll see. I think, I think three to four years is probably what we end up getting out of them. Yeah. Well, you want to know what that's, I mean, it, it's rare for Super Bowl windows to stay open for a significant amount of time. And I think this move was made knowing that there was a, a piece missing on, on the defense, uh, to be able to, to close out games, quite frankly. Exactly. If you got if you got a Von Miller back there, it's harder to buy time. It's harder to do a lot of the things that yeah. Patrick Mahomes uh, does, that Joe Burrow does, yeah. that all I've these heard, quarterbacks in the AFC do. I've heard a few times now from, from analysts say that Von Miller is on this roster this past season, 13 seconds does not happen. He's that type of player. He closes the game. Yeah. He shuts the game down, closes the door, and Josh Allen comes and kneels it for the last you know, a couple of plays. Um, so I, unfortunately we can't go back in time. Otherwise we, I would, <laughs> but uh, I am super excited about this season. I, I will say I do have some little bit of concerns uh, on the back end as far as our number two corner. I think Dane Jackson played well last year, did a pretty good job considering no Trey white and they still maintain the number one pass defense in the league. But um, I would like to see a little bit of a, uh, an addition there, but man, he is a game changer. He, and he's going to like, change the face of that defense absolutely and i mean there's no shortage of news over the i mean we were on monday and we we're starting to put together the show and then all of a sudden we have all these things kind of happen i'm having you know these these banners here and i'm going my goodness this yeah. is getting crazy so we got von miller to the bills Devonte adams to the raiders but we're waiting on somebody we're officially waiting on deshaun watson Okay, and this is an onion that we got to peel back the layers on a little bit because there's a lot of factors into this. So it was reported that he was meeting with the Atlanta Falcons, have jumped into the mix. That that's new since Monday. Okay. Yeah. Monday that they were not in the mix at all. Now all of a sudden they might be a finalist in this thing. The Panthers were there, the Browns were there, um, the Saints were there. So it was really four teams that were really in the mix of it. He turned down Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> thought that's funny. Uh, turned them down pretty quick. The the Colts, um, the ownership of the Texans said, no way we're trading him within the division. So now new news has come out. So the Browns are out. We're going to talk about that effect that it had. Um, and then right before we got on the show, the Panthers are officially out. So there's down to two. Um. This decision was supposed to, like, we thought there was going to be a decision yesterday. It's kind of gone into today. 
Now it's looking like it's going to take potentially maybe over the weekend. Um, there was a move that the Atlanta Falcons made on Matt Ryan's contract. He was actually due $7.1 million of yeah. a guarantee tomorrow. They pushed that out to Tuesday. Okay. That's so just strange how they, uh, we're not going to pay you push out a guarantee until Tuesday. Like, what do you, what do you do? Like, like what's just take the white out on the contract? <laughs> Is that what you do? Yeah, that's, that's odd. But I mean, I, and then maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, Matt Ryan's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll wait. I don't know. That's just, I, I'd been like, no, I want my money, bro. <laughs> he, I, yeah, right? Because he, <laughs> th this is a big deal. I mean, it's an absolute big deal. So we're waiting on the Atlanta Falcons. So it sounds like it's going to be NFC South, yeah, which is going to be kind of cool because that's going to be, he'll get to go against Tom Brady twice, um, depending on what suspension he, he gets four, six games. I've heard that it's projected, but we're sitting here waiting this is holding up several teams. Okay. This is holding up several teams from making decisions at the quarterback position. It's holding up the Colts. It's yeah. holding up the Panthers. It's holding up. I mean, really the, the saints it's holding up uh, the Seahawks. The Browns now are in the mix of that because somebody got their, their panties in a bunch. So, Somebody got it, their feelings hurt. Somebody got their feelings hurt. And I get it. Not everybody can be calm, cool, and collected. But he he, he got his feelings hurt. But this is, a, this is becoming a big deal. And when this bomb drops, it is going to have a ripple effect throughout the, the entire league. Because it's going to be a domino that falls. A huge domino that's going to make all these other things kind of happen. What are your thoughts on this? Um, because this is, I mean, we're seven days, seven days away, like seven days ago, we weren't even sure if this guy was going to play ball. Then yeah. some news starts coming out, you know, legalities kind of cleared up criminally for him. Now, all of a sudden, like the dude's going to play not only that, but he's basically picking and choosing and having recruiting visits. Yeah, I've heard he's uh, recruiting Will Fuller to to come and join him wherever he goes. Um, I don't know. I mean, if Will Fuller, the hamstring puller, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, if, if it's me and I'm picking, I'm, I would probably go with the saints. I just feel like they're built more, uh, for a run than, uh, Atlanta it, because mainly because Michael Thomas should be back. Hopefully we thought that last year, but you know, you give an ankle two years to heal. And now we think that would be plenty. Right. Um, but of course there's Alvin Kamara. They got a good front line. Uh, assuming they can get Armstead re-signed and the defense is fantastic. So, and they were, uh, I want to say eight and nine or no, nine and eight a season ago with four different quarterbacks starting for them. So if you yeah. can get somebody like Deshaun Watson in there, I think that, you know, they can make a run and especially with the way the NFC is right now. Absolutely. They could be one of the top teams now with Atlanta. They still need to work on the offensive side of the ball. Sorry, defensive side of the ball. Yeah, you got Pitts, great tight end. Maybe go down in history uh, as one. He probably of got in trouble for a tweet today, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, then you've got uh, uh, Calvin Ridley. We don't know what's going to happen with him, other than the suspension. All year long, though. all it's year. Be, yeah, all year. Right. Yep. So engage signed elsewhere. So where does that leave them there? Patterson. May well have signed somewhere else. Like I don't see the the allure of, of Atlanta. I really don't. Like, what are you going to yeah. hope to 
to do there. Rebuild helped him rebuild, and maybe in five years you can make it to a Super Bowl. I mean, well, he's I not will say particularly young if, anymore. If you look at Atlanta, they're a little bit better off in a cap situation going forward than say the so Saints. It comes about money. So yeah, so then it becomes well, not necessarily just about money, but well, what the team's able to do. I mean, the Saints had to dig themselves out of eighty million dollars in the red just to become cap compliant. Though that's going to come due. As you can push it off for so yeah. long, but eventually, like it's going to come due, right? So yes, I think within the the next year, maybe two, they can compete. But after that, it's going to be a problem with Atlanta. They're already in the rebuild mode. They have been. And so mm -hmm. the, like them getting a quarterback and being able to acquire some of these things, the only problem is what they're going to have to give up to get Deshaun will put a big dent into that rebuild mode. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it, it's tough. They, they have their pros and cons for sure. I, I have to go back to the salary cap situation, though, we're looking at in a few years. I mean, they're projecting a $30 million jump just next year. Mm -hmm. Um let alone what it's going to look like in two, three, four years from now. So I really don't think that's going to be as much of an issue, uh, the salary cap. But, um, but you don't just erase $80 million. Like they pushed all of that off, right? They they didn't cut anybody. They pushed off $80 million of salary cap. That it will come due. And you, you can't just make it go yeah, away, but, even if the salary cap goes up. So like Atlanta, they don't have that. So they could potentially have a whole slew of money to sign whoever, whenever. And the Saints might have $10 million to work with because, yes, they might be right. under the cap because it explodes, but now they have all this dead cap or whatever it is where that, where that money went. <laughs> it's just the money gets spread out is basically what happens. Uh, I mean, you look at the, the Rams are a good example. They didn't have a whole lot of – in fact, they were significantly over. I believe they were third worst in the league in the salary cap prior to all the, you know, the finagling of the, the salary cap, and yet they went out and managed to make room where they could have potentially matched Von Miller's contract, but they weren't. So then they turned right. around and used that money for Allen Robinson. So, and then I even look at Buffalo. They were only, I believe, I think they were like $6 million over the cap prior to all this, and then they bring in a guy with $120 million. I mean, it's almost like, okay, is this salary cap actually a thing, or are you guys just saying that <laughs> to make us – talk about it. So I just don't think it's going to be that much of an issue going forward. They will find a way just like they found a way to, to make 80 million disappear. They basically just stretch it out over a number of years. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, I, I'm more of the, in the win, win now mode. I don't want to go to Atlanta and sit there and wait for them to build around me and hope that the offensive line can protect long enough that I don't get yeah, my legs snapped fair. in half. Um, I mean, yeah, there's definitely pros and cons either way, and they both play in a dome, so you ain't got to worry about weather either direction. Well, with the Saints, so, he'll have Michael Thomas to, to throw to this year. Yeah. Most likely. So that, that'll be a big deal. But one of the ripple effects that this happens is Baker Mayfield. He So this happened, what was this, Tuesday night. So all of a sudden Cleveland jumps into – hey, we want to talk about Deshaun Watson. We're going to have him. We're going to send our GM, our owner, whatever it is, and we're going we're gonna to try to get him to come here. Well, that same night, Baker Mayfield writes a goodbye letter, basically, to Cleveland saying he wants out. He says, I'm done. Like, it's beyond repair. Now he requested a trade today officially, which 
literally right after that, Cleveland goes, no, we're not going to. I mean, trade. what are they going to say, though? Yeah. I mean, they're listen, if they get a quarterback, <laughs> and I think they kind of revise that a little bit, if they were able to replace Baker, then they would uh, consider trading him. But the big storyline here, and this is a ripple effect of the Deshaun Watson stuff, is Baker Mayfield now wants out of Cleveland. He feels like that bridge is burned. Whoa, that's a big deal. What What are yeah. your thoughts on that? Uh, I think, I think this season he plays uh, for the Browns, uh, and I would not be shocked if he literally balls out. He's he's played good in the past. We've seen him play well. We've seen him take Cleveland to a twelve and four record. Or eleven and five, I can't remember, and into the playoffs, and almost took out the Chiefs two years ago. Um, if not for a questionable non-call at the goal line, it may very well have been Cleveland instead of Kansas City moving on that year. But uh, um, I, if he goes out there and balls out this year and takes them to the playoffs, I would not be shocked if it's the following offseason, if it's uh, Aaron Rodgers two point type of situation, you know, and um. I mean, I can't blame him for feeling the way he does. I nobody wants to be replaced or feel like they're being replaced, you know. So I get that. But man, oh, just I'm it's so crazy. fired up. I'm so fired up over that. So here's the deal. Okay, here's <laughs> the deal on that. My boy Jimmy, my boy Jimmy, <laughs> he's dealt with Tom Brady yeah. rumors. He's dealt literally any time a quarterback is available. They're rumored to go to San Francisco and San Francisco has explored the possibility. They flat out said, well, yeah, if Tom Brady's available, we're going to explore that. They've said it for over two years. Then they trade up to number three overall. They select his replacement. What does Jimmy do? Did you hear from him? I didn't see no. a goodbye letter to San Francisco. Nothing. The dude went I out. Mean, he and did played. write one this year. Well, yeah, after, yeah, it was over with. <laughs> after he took him to the NFC Championship game and played his ass off, okay? That's what he did. You didn't hear anything from him. He even said that, yeah, it made me lock in. As the year went on, I thought about it because I really enjoy, you know, playing with the guys. But to me, he ha – and I know that you can't make somebody react a, a certain way and, you know, there, there's, there's all that stuff. But to me, this shows to me a lot about Baker Mayfield, okay? Like a quarterback, especially a guy that's drafted number one overall, you expect him to, I mean, to deal with the pressure. That's what that position is. Your franchise yeah. guy, they are the face of your franchise. They're the leader of that team. When anything, when anything's going wrong, you're supposed to look at that guy and believe that no matter how bad it is, no matter how bad it is, we're going to make it through it because I believe in that guy. But the team doesn't believe in him. The ownership doesn't. Well, I mean, with the, when no, as soon as no, he like, says goodbye, when he feels some pressure, I don't blame him. I wouldn't believe in that. I wouldn't believe that guy either. <laughs> no, 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 look, okay, look at the season. Now I'm the furthest thing from a, a, a Mayfield apologist. I, I never, I, well, I don't want to say never, but I'm not a fan. However, his receivers calling him out all season long. Media's calling him out all season long. He plays as as hard as he can with a basically with one arm, and it wasn't his throwing arm. He does everything he can for the franchise. He's basically resurrected that franchise from nothing and took them to the their first playoff appearance in decades. So, I mean, I get the the feeling that he's probably getting like, wow, okay, well, you know what to you guys too, you know? Now I get it. Some people, maybe they don't say anything and they keep it to themselves and they're probably, you know, venting to their close friends and wives and what or wife, whatever. 
but uh i i don't know he's had a rough year and i in my opinion that would be difficult for anybody to to handle and and keep quiet the type of year he's had Ronnie, we've da- we we we've dated, you know, like we've we've dated girls in the past, right? You know what we call the. I thought people? you're saying you and I date. I was like, what not me, not me and you. <laughs> we we call we call them drama queens, right? That's what we call them. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is being a drama queen right now, and I want to bring on somebody uh, who enjoys talking about the AFC North. He's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I got to ask him about his thoughts on Mitchburg. But Dawson, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course, right, buddy. Hey, what are for your everybody, thoughts? really quick. Yeah. This is Dawson, my son-in-law. He's also <laughs> in our man franchise. Sorry, you're going to have to get knocked out of the AFC, but continue. Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You got to get past week three first, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, hey, uh, what are your thoughts on on Baker Mayfield? Because you know, I've watched you know the 49ers quarterback Jimmy go through incredible pressure. You're going to be replaced anytime a, a quarterback comes available and now all of a sudden you know baker mayfield yeah he's a scrapper and all that stuff and you know he's in a contract year but the moment that oh hey you know what's the sean watson doing and then he yeah. writes a goodbye letter like what's with that man couldn't handle it for more than a couple of days yeah and Ouch. you know you, you talk yeah you talk about jimmy garoppolo not saying anything when those rumors were swirling and guys like tua in miami last year too he didn't really say much when those rumors were lingering too so I don't know. I don't think he's a good enough quarterback to be kind of throwing his weight around like that. <laughs> first of all, I do agree with that. <clears throat> no, but <laughs> at the same time though, I do think that Cleveland maybe deserved to show him a little bit more respect. You know, he said he played hurt all year last year. He's kind of turned that franchise around. I feel bad for him. Not really, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's a tough situation for anybody, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say, have said anything. I would say as a player, no, I don't feel sorry for him. He's making more money than me still <laughs> playing a game. Uh, yep. But as a, as a human, though, he's had a rough year. He really has. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys. <laughs> you guys. I mean, okay, I, I, I totally understand that he's had a rough year, and, and I get it. I He is a scrapper, and I totally understand. But you, know, what is this game about? It's about winning championships, right? And – He's kind of had them on that path, and I understand why the fans are so embedded with him. And it really took me a couple days to kind of wrap my mind around it. But when Baker got there, they hadn't won. There was a span of almost two years where they hadn't won a game. Yeah. (laughs) And then he wins that game on Monday Night Football, and it was free beer in Cleveland, right? They were, remember, (laughs) they were celebrating all this stuff. And then next thing you know, He's winning a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers in mm-hmm. on prime time, their division <laughs> rival, and they didn't just beat them. They they beat them. It was like, bad. They, yeah. It was bad. Real bad. Uh, sorry <laughs> yep. to bring that one up, Dawson, for you. It still hurts. <laughs> brought, yeah, that one hurts. <laughs> but I mean, and and pardon my take on this, but it's almost like Cleveland, like the fans are like, you know, Baker took took it to virginity a little bit on the playoffs like they're they're emotionally embedded and oh yeah that's that's our guy you know that's that's him but that's not the one you're gonna marry that's not the one you're gonna marry like that's that's the guy he he took them where he needs to go and i feel like there's a ceiling there like i feel like he's taking them as far as he possibly can and the team starting isn't getting better around him they lost obj they lost jarvis landry like they're losing weapons and not gaining them and now a guy comes available that you feel like when you look around the rest of the AFC, when you see your Josh Allens, 
you should you see your um god now russell wilson's you see patrick mahomes burrows we got to have a guy like that and they know him more than anybody does right so we got some breaking news here oh no who what's going on 49ers sign kick returner ray ray mcleod (laughs) big move big move i'm gonna snap (laughs) i'm gonna turn this desk over right now you stop the podcast for ray ray mcleod hey former bills guy too return yards last year yeah Yeah, well when are we gonna trade trade jimmy that's what i want to know when are we gonna trade trade running out of time yeah jeez (laughs) Uh, I, I think Ray, Ray uh, cloud. I think when Deshaun Watson makes that decision, uh, Winston and um, Garoppolo will be the next next two that we hear where they're going. Yeah, I, I mean, how many more places does he have left to land, Jimmy? If uh, I mean, the Saints probably stick with Jameis, and then I can't imagine. I mean, that's, that's, uh, Browns move on. Yeah, Indianapolis. But if you know, the rumors are if Deshaun goes to Atlanta. Then Matt Ryan's on to there's uh, a, on Indy, so yeah, yeah. Or, and then you can talk about Jimmy potentially going to Cleveland because if Baker wants out, they was it Chris Mortensen mentioned that Cleveland wants an adult at quarterback. <laughs> so <laughs> let's say baby. they get that adult. That was horrible, by the way. I, I hear Arizona's looking for an that. adult quarterback too. <laughs> adult size. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, I'm good at those jokes, not you, Ronnie. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm the one that makes those short jokes. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. But, you know, he could potentially go to Cleveland, which then I would be all for Baker Mayfield going to the NFC West and maybe out to Seattle. I'd be very yeah. happy about that. That would be pretty funny. Or the Colts. Like, Jameis Gosh. Winston is jumping into this as well, but he's coming off an ACL. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that you can really – you know, if, if Jimmy's trade value fell because he's having a minor sh- shoulder surgery, you have to think that Winston's stock is down coming off an ACL. Like, yeah, Winston's not a really a scrambler though, and so I don't know that that would. I mean, yeah, he's got to plant the 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 feet and all, but uh, an ACL versus a, a potentially injured shoulder for a quarterback, I think, it puts a little more weight on on Jimmy G in that respect, but. Yeah, this is – I mean, there's still a number. I mean, you got Carolina, too. They've been mm-hmm. told that they're out, so now they're going to be looking. So maybe they ends up with Jimmy G tomorrow. That's yeah. true. Carolina three years in a row trying to make a trade for a quarterback. and Yeah. Hasn't worked out hey, yet. But Have you guys heard anything from Sam Darnold? He hasn't no, said a word. No. Dude has <laughs> no. not said one word, by the way. You want, he's, yeah. probably, he's just happy but to be getting paid right now. Yeah, he's, what, what he's happy Darnold's he's getting done? paid. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making how much? I'm going to shut up. I'm not saying nothing. That's what he's saying. That's crazy. Well, hey, Dawson, I wanted to talk to you about Mitch real quick. Yep. So uh, I know you're a big Steelers fan. And what are your thoughts on uh, Mitchell Trubisky coming over? Do you view that as a competition or do you think he's just going to take the job? Uh, Yeah, I don't see it as competition. They might, you know, word it like that just to give Mason Rudolph some respect to say that he can battle for the job. But he lost think, his girlfriend today, too. Bad, I saw that. Bad He's week. having a rough, bad week for Mason. A rough, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But I she, think Mitch she, comes she in. She'd probably rather date the starting quarterback. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Not the third stringer, yeah. Because I still think they go and draft somebody, and then that just pushes him right out. But uh, I like the Mitch signing, though. It's team-friendly deal, and you know, hopefully he rebounds like Ronnie You know, has been hyping him up, too. So... <laughs> 
you I think like that it. he's on his payroll. You think that Ronnie's <laughs> you on, think so, on, on yeah. Mitch's payroll, man, the way that he's hyped that dude up. Yep, certified <laughs> Mitch lover. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I like So you got kid. three of them. Do you think that they're in uh they're in the market for a quarterback? Like in the draft, potentially? Or do you think, I think that they, they stick with those three? I think they could be, but I'm also seeing they could add on to the defense. So it I don't know, it depends on a lot of things. If uh they can't bring Juju back, then maybe there's a wide receiver in the first round too, but I think that they definitely could be if, uh, like, you know, Malik Willis falls to 20, which isn't super likely, but if it works out the right way, they could be. Yeah. Uh, one of your fellow uh, Steeler fans, he's a big fan of Willis. He, he yeah, wants him back. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let him sit for a year or two, and then, you know, you can see. But yeah. I think that would be, be ideal for Willis. Uh, didn't the Steelers just sign somebody on the free agent market on the defensive side? Yeah. They got Miles Jack yesterday. Yeah. From- that's right. Yeah, that's Jacksonville. Big. Yeah, that's, yeah, big, that's a big one. Big I was one. excited. Yeah, he he led he led the Jaguars in tackles, um, Cleveland. which he was or, a, yeah. he was a mm-hmm. yeah he was a big yeah, time. Right. So he came out of UCLA. He actually played a little running back and uh, linebacker there. I really liked him in the draft uh, coming out. So he's really versatile. I think on that defense, it's going to fit him well. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a real big breakout year from uh, from him. He he's a good player. So yeah. only 26 too. So still yeah. pretty young. Only 26. You know, the ones <laughs> yep. they throw that three on you, you're, you're all of a sudden old in the NFL. Football that, years. Yeah. Football it's years. It's worse than dog years. I tell Von you. Miller about to be ancient here in a couple of years. So. Ooh, tell him. <laughs> no, well, like, hey, like I said, if we get one Super Bowl out of this deal, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. We'll yeah. move on from that contract and we'll, because I mean, honestly, I think this three that we've got Epinesa, Basham and Rousseau, I think one of those three at least is going to be pretty good. Uh, but we've talked about before, defensive linemen take some time, uh, typically. Not everybody's an Aaron Donald yeah, yeah, or a Javon Curse. So um, I, I, this, yeah, I, I can keep going on and on about that. So I'll, <laughs> I'll just uh, sit here and wait for it's the next conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I can man. go on and on about Ray Ray McLeod. No, I can't. I'm just Hey, mad you know, him. now that you bring him up again, and I because I kind of wanted to, He's a former Steelers, Bills, and now Niners. All wow. three of us. We got, the trifecta. we got the trifecta. <laughs> you know, he He's did lead bad. the NFL in punt return yards not, last yeah. year. He's actually a pretty good returner. He yeah, had like so, 40 catches last year for the Steelers, too. I mean, he, Yeah, 39. Oh, I mean, guy, yeah. woo, look at that. Popping off the 40. That was good. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I can imagine a, a player like that that's really good in the open field being good in Kyle Shanahan's system. That we needed yeah. a returner for a long time. Um, you know, the last couple of years, it's been a big deal. I know that I'm, I'm joking because I'm waiting for, you know, somebody like one. Melvin Gordon potentially, you know, because we lost Mostert. We're, we're losing guys, and I know that they like to build in the draft and all that stuff, but, I mean, damn. I, I'm waiting up for us to have about, I think, what is that, $25 million extra dollars to be able to do something with that we can't do anything with until Deshaun Watson makes up his damn mind. Yeah. Or <laughs> whenever this that. happens. Like, it's the same with the Colts. They've got, the, like, what, $70 million bucks? And They have done nothing. nothing. spent it nothing. Either. Yeah, like, what are they today, doing? Are they investing in the off stock market? <laughs> yeah, yeah, crypto. Let's see yeah. what we can roll that into next year. Yeah, it doesn't work that way, fella. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. Well, but hey, it, Dawson, man. Oh, go ahead, Ronnie. No, I was just going to say, as far as like the, the cold situation, uh, I've heard uh, from multiple you know, analysts and whatnot talking about, like with Buffalo, the Josh Allen effect or the Patrick Mahomes effect, yeah. guys wanting to go 
to play with them, whether it's on the offensive or defensive side. So I wonder if the Colts are actually trying, but free agents like you got no quarterback, man. So <laughs> yeah, really I'm going to go play for Allen. I'm going to go play for Mahomes. Good luck with your, whoever your backup is right now. Well, there was a, a slew of, um, players that were that's kind of waiting to see where Deshaun Watson goes. Yeah. So I can imagine that when it comes to a Colts or Brown wherever that they that they want to to see who that person's going to be. Um meantime the Colts are in a good spot though. Like let's let's not like kid ourselves. They're going to get their quarterback roster. whoever it is, but they got a good roster <laughs> and if they don't spend it this year, they're going to have it next year. <laughs> so Yeah. They're they're in a they're in a really really good spot. They're 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 no rush to to do anything. I mean, it's not like they need to go sign a a, a big time running back, uh, maybe a big time well, receiver. But but here's the thing, though: big time running backs are only big time for what five six years. So yeah. I don't know that you really want to necessarily just sit on seventy million dollars and waste a year of his, you know, of his prime. But it's, it's year one of that those three or four years, though. Now he this, he's Taylor. coming into year three. Well, yeah, but th- he just really broke out though this last year. Yeah, you know what I mean, he like really broke out, and everybody's like, "Oh, that Jonathan Taylor." <laughs> yeah, some guys yeah, do it for a while too. So, yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be doing it for a while. That's gonna be cool. But hey, Dawson, man, uh, love having you on. Uh, this is cool. I love the fact that we oh, can yeah. do this. Um, so we're yeah, gonna be, awesome. we're gonna be doing this a ton, um, especially when it comes to the drafts. Um, I know that we have a live plan where we're going to be live during the duration oh, there you go. reaction so um we i think we're going to have a bunch of people on in that episode so uh love awesome. having you on man you already played your week three matchup <laughs> no i'll uh, get I'll on do that it. would I'll you been tonight in... yeah get up <laughs> hey, a long week and speaking of which we have another uh 29 teams that i need a need a player so if there's anybody out there who wants to join us hit us up yeah absolutely <laughs> especially in the nfc by the way yeah and it's got to be ps5 <laughs> PS5 right, that, that cuts down the people a little bit, <laughs> a little real bit. quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, All have right. a good one, Dawson. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yep. Thank you, Later, guys. Man. See ya. See ya. All right, man. So uh, Baker Mayfield, he wants out, but we had some other news uh, today, and this was one that you predicted. And Ronnie, if you, I mean, you should pat yourself on the back for this, <laughs> but Allen Robinson going to the Rams. That's something that you were kind of catching some hell from some of the Rams fans because you do write an article uh, for was it Ramblin? What, what is Ramblin it? Ramblin fan. Ramblin, Ramblin fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you had predicted this a couple weeks ago, and you were getting shot down. Uh, some names <laughs> might have been thrown your way. Oh, we want OBJ, whatever. But it happened today. Yeah. So it, it did, and take I your love. Moment. I loved every minute of it. Uh, as soon as, in fact, I, I didn't get the message initially. I think you texted me. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what are you? Oh, I'm going straight to Twitter and I'm going to remind. <laughs> and it's so funny. Okay. So one of them, one of the, uh, the responses to me was, Hey, good job. Good foresight. I was like, all right, that's cool. But the main one that was like giving me the whole LOLs at me and you don't know what you're talking about. He actually apologized to me today. Because I responded back. Are to you and kidding said, me? No, I'm he, he said, I genuinely Whoa. am sorry. I was like, oh, no need for that. Okay. It's just all in Ronnie, fun and games. But I told him, I was like, apology you know on Twitter. <laughs> I know, right? Time. It's crazy. Um, but I, I was, you know, I was humble in my response. And I told him, said, hey, eight out of 10 times we're wrong on this stuff. But when we get one right, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah, uh, that's a big signing for them because, uh, in fact, I wrote another article tonight uh, about the signing and it gives the Rams the ability now to kind of slowly bring Woods into the back into the, the, the rotation and not have to worry about him going full bore right off the bat because he's going to be, we don't even know for sure if he's going to be ready to go week one. So having Robinson paired with Cup, that's a huge, huge thing. And if you look down and the Van road, Jefferson too, and Van Jefferson, and then let's look down the road. If they can sign OBJ and let's say he can come back in time for late season or a playoff push, which you know they're going to make the playoffs, you got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, and OBJ. Oh, and you got Cam Akers in the backfield. It's like Matthew Stafford's going to have a heyday. <laughs> Would you guys do something? Like, <laughs> we need some. <laughs> Make me worry over here a little bit. Just a little, lose my stuff. Um, you're absolutely right. I, now, I do think this puts a little damp damper into the OBJ thing because ultimately that's I a agree. lot of money. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of money for um, Allen Robinson. That's a number one receiver. OBJ is the number one receiver. Now, he's coming off. This is not his first ACL. This is his second ACL. Yep. Best case scenario is that he can come back in November. And if he does come back in November, he is not going to be the same the same guy. He's it's going to take a while to to come in. I've come off an ACL and I can tell you year 2 is a lot better than the year that you come back. You're just trying to learn how to do this those same things again. Yeah. So especially as a receiver. Especially as a receiver. I, exactly right. So I think I think for OBJ, um I think for him it would be great to go to the Rams. It's a it's a familiar place that obviously he's kind of tied to a little bit. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he went elsewhere. And for the Rams, they don't have a ton of salary cap money just to throw out there anyway. This was a big deal. Like, I don't even know how they're going to fit this in. I'm sure that we're going to be seeing some restructures um, yeah. when it comes. So we'll be we'll be keeping our eyes on that. But that is, if you think about the possibilities, what they'll have with, you know, Bobby Trees, <laughs> Robert Woods, <laughs> um, and Alan Robinson, <laughs> and then all that stuff. It's going to be a big deal. That all of a sudden Matt Stafford has all these weapons to th to throw to and Cam Akers because that defense you know they they did take a hit they we don't know if Aaron Donald's coming back we don't know that he hasn't said one way or the another I I would say that he's probably leaning towards playing but there was a lot of speculation about him being gone they lost Von Miller okay um, they Where lost did he their go again? oh yeah 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 just... yeah oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, their their uh, opposite corner of Jalen Ramsey. They lost him in, in free agency. Mm -hmm. I think it was today or yesterday. So that defense is going to be a little bit more of a rebuild. So they are going to need offense. And that's kind of the way that they're going. And let's be honest, the NFC is wide open. Is yeah. wide open. Where the AFC has, they'll probably have two playoff teams that are worthy of being in the playoffs that are going to miss out because there's only seven spots. On the <laughs> NFC side, I think it might be a little top heavy when it comes down to it. And we'll see, there'll be some surprises in there, but as, as just, of right uh, now, it's going to be different. Can we just petition the league that if there's more than no. seven teams in the AFC with a winning record, just swap them out for a couple of NFC teams who I would not be shocked if we have two losing teams in the NFC. Uh, can we do that? I mean, they'll yeah. be in the, the NFC. They'll be in the NFC East as well. They'll be from, <laughs> we already know that. It'll be from the NFC East. Uh, there is one, I guess. Uh, so, first of all, I, I know that uh, 
the the organization is working with Stafford and Donald and trying to restructure their contracts. I'm actually surprised it hasn't been done yet. So that's that's in the the you know the rumor mill. They did lose Austin Corbett guard and of course uh, Whitworth has retired. So there's um, some concerns up yeah. front. But if they can get those deals restructured, not to mention the fact that the offensive line talent in the draft is as deep as it's been in years. So there's some options there as well. Now, I know they don't have any early picks, but they do have some mid-round picks, which is the meat of this draft. So so I think they'll be okay. Um, you're right. Devon Miller is a huge hit to their defense and the number two corner as well. So I don't think that defense will be quite the same. But, yeah, in the NFC, I, I mean, average is going to get you in the playoffs, and above average could get you to a Super Bowl possibly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, another big name. So where the Rams were able to add Allen Robinson, um, we kind of been expecting this. Uh, Fletcher Cox of the Philadelphia Eagles was released today. Um, they were trying to trade him. Nobody, they knew that he was going to get released at some point. So they didn't really have a ton of leverage uh, in a trade, uh, but that's big news. He was released. So that's another perennial pro bowler, all pro guy that is now out on the market. Uh, that anybody can sign with. Um, what were your th- initial thoughts uh, on this for Philadelphia? Uh, well, from what I'm hearing, they're actually trying to redo the deal uh, as of we, as we speak. But it is there's definitely some teams out there that could use some help up front uh, from somebody like Fletcher Cox. And we talked about one of them uh, the other uh, last uh, show with um, uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, could you imagine if they could get him paired up with Bosing and Mac? No, stop. They don't uh, need any more guys over there, all right? Let's it's the AFC the West. A little bit. I mean, I, I guarantee you there's going to be another big name going to the AFC West tomorrow. I, it's just going to happen. But <laughs> uh, now with, with Fletcher Cox, I, I have a feeling he's going to end up staying in Philly. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, getting that deal done. I think that's going to be uh... – that's going to be huge. Um, they, they, they're doing some salary cap gymnastics over there. Tons of news. And when you said that there was breaking news, I was, I thought we have Deshaun Watson news here live on the show. It was going to be unbelievable. <laughs> you came at me with Ray Ray McLeod. That's great. Um, but we have a Twitter debate of the week. It was more kind of like, uh, was it a poll, Ronnie? Uh, as yeah, far as the, this debate? one was a poll. Uh, basically, um, revolving around Deshaun Watson. The question was where he would land. Uh, The poll ended up going with um, the Saints, which so far the majority of the people are correct uh, in that. But we'll see. And Atlanta, believe it or not, was actually the lowest uh, percentage of that. So I'm going to pull up the poll here right now and look at the final numbers. So it had New Orleans Saints was 39% and Atlanta 15%. Carolina and Cleveland wow. came out in, in at 22 and 24. So uh, it's kind of interesting. The the, yeah, the lowest one, though, is it, it's sounding more and more like it might be the one with Atlanta. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the, when you have guarantees getting pushed out till Tuesday instead of hitting tomorrow, there's something that's going on there. They're, they're obviously heavily in the contention. Matt Ryan will be on the market then. Because obviously yeah. he, he'll be uh, Baker Mayfield most likely, I think will be on the market some way somehow. Um, Matt said that uh, Seattle was Seattle's interested in any quarterback right now. They do not want to go in with Drew Locke. Let's just be real. 
there's no way that Pete Carroll's like, wait a second, I said I was going to stay on coaching and now I'm coaching Drew Locke. That can't be real, but it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they desperately want anybody um, that's going to come available. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, a Matt Ryan could, could go there. Um, I can't imagine that Matt Ryan would go to, to Cleveland. I mean, that's a potential thing that could happen. That could be, you know, if Deshaun Watson does go to Atlanta, that's going to be something that you have to think it, it has to happen on the same day because of the salary cap ramifications. So yeah. it would have to be something there. There's some phone calls that are going along the league right now where Atlanta, if Deshaun Watson does choose them, they're working on their contingency plan of unloading Matt Ryan's contract. Cause it would have to, the trade would have to happen on the same day that Deshaun Watson trade as well. So, yeah. And I, I think it's a probably a pretty safe assumption that there's already a deal in place. And they're just waiting to pull the yeah. trigger on that once Deshaun Watson makes his choice, if it's in fact Atlanta. Um, there was a couple of comments, too, actually, on the Twitter. Uh, Evan from Twitter said, please, no, I don't want a QB for two more years and have to find another one. Deshaun Watson's pretty young, though. I believe he's, what, 26, 26. 27? 27, yeah. I think. Yeah, he's pretty young. So you're looking at at least probably a decade, maybe more. Yeah, it, it, I'll tell you what, wherever Deshaun Watson goes, he's on in contract there for a while too. Like wherever he goes, that contract is going to follow. He's yeah, on he con just, in contract for until 2025, I think, or 2026. Yeah, I'm not sure of the number. I know it's a pretty big deal, contract. Yeah. Um, Matt, you bring up about, uh, let me just bring it up here. Baker leaving and then Jimmy to Cleveland. I do think that's a very real possibility. Um but the thing is, that would be a very similar situation as Deshaun Watson going to Atlanta and then Atlanta having a separate deal with a different team to unload Matt Ryan's because Matt Ryan's not going to go to the Texans. I can't imagine that he would be pumped about that. So I would have to think that it would be to a, a, a different team that's in need of a quarterback like potentially a Cleveland, a Colts, a Seattle, Saints. I which I don't I think, think that would go the to the Colts. I think Matt Ryan would go to the Colts. I do. I think if Watson picks Atlanta, I think they may already have a deal in place and we would hear, and it would be Indianapolis. That I, I don't have any sources, <laughs> but um, that's just, to me, that makes the most sense, uh, especially for Indianapolis, for Matt Ryan. I don't know if he has a no trade clause in his contract or not, but, but for what he's done for that organization, I can't imagine that, uh, the ownership would just ship him off to Houston just to say bye uh, without yeah. trying to take care of him, you know, but uh, well, I, I think have, Indianapolis would be the destination. Well, they've been on the phone about a quarterback, you know, they've been on the phone with, with Winston. They've been on the phone with the 49ers and uh, uh, inquiring about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I got to imagine that Matt Ryan's in there. Now the only problem with Matt Ryan and his deal is you look at Winston, he's the cheap option. Jimmy's mid-level option money-wise. And then Matt Ryan, his, I think his cap hit is like $40 million. It's, it's pretty big um, for this upcoming season. So there's that that comes take along that, with Indianapolis. It. Indianapolis could take that, but then it's also what the compensation is. Like what, what does that become? Yeah. You know, what, what is, what are the 49ers asking for Jimmy? What um, obviously they wouldn't have to give any picks for Winston, right? But then, I mean, there's options that are out there, which creates a lot of leverage for some of these other teams that yeah. like for the 49ers, 
they don't have to get rid of Jimmy. They want to, but they could hold on to him and be like, whatever, Matt Ryan, they need to get rid of him if Sean Watson goes there. So if you're if you're Indianapolis and you've got to pick between Winston, uh Garoppolo or Ryan, who would who you personally who would you be going for? Who who would be your pick? I so I'm I'm gonna take Winston out of there. Um he turns he turns over the ball too much. Um I know he's coming off an ACL. So then it really becomes between Jimmy and Matt Ryan. Now Matt Ryan's an older vet. So it depends on what you're trying to do. Matt Ryan to me would be more of a stopgap before you draft a guy potentially. Um, I think Matt Ryan's ability is way more than what Jimmy is. Um, as far as what he's able to do, this guy was an MVP in the league and in, in, what was that? 2016. So um, if you're looking for, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. If I'm yeah. the Colts, I'm thinking more longevity, um, I would want to go with with Jimmy in that in that area, but then again, you have his injury history. So, like each one of these guys, there's pros and cons, right? With every single one of them, so it's not just a clear like, hey, I think Matt Ryan gives you a you know what you're going to get from him. He's a he's a vet that's respected in the league. I think he'll be able to get a lot of things done for you. Um, Jimmy, I think he's the same thing. He has a lot of abilities but you have to worry about his injuries one thing with matt ryan is that dude has he's been available you know you don't I mean, get hurt he, he has <laughs> not gotten hurt so i think if you were to lean one way or the other i would not blame them but then you're paying about an extra 20 million dollars for him yes they can do it but do you want to really do that is that no, something it, that you really want to to do i don't know there, yeah. there's so i think again, there's like, either one yeah, there's definitely variables with all three, uh, age with with Ryan and the money, uh, with Garoppolo, the availability, and then with Winston. Yeah, I know he's turned the ball over, but he played well last year. Yeah. He played really well last year, actually. Um, so, And he's the youngest of the three. I personally, I like Matt Ryan in that situation, and here's why. I feel like he's a guy that could step in and instantly make the Colts another AFC contender. And yeah. Even with the contract, they have the money to absorb it. You're only probably going to have him for a couple of years anyways. It's a perfect situation to bring in a rookie quarterback either this year or next to sit and learn for a year or two under under Matt Ryan, and then you just pick up right where you left off with the, with the new guy. Uh, assuming that that pans out, there's no guarantees there, of course, but uh, I think for the Colts organization, that's the best the best scenario for them. Uh- you're not you're not wrong absolutely i i can actually see whether it's it's jimmy or matt makes them an instant contender absolutely yeah, like with yeah. what they have on that roster it will make them an instant contender um i i think it just comes down to i think it'll come down to the numbers and what you want long term jimmy's more of a long term solution i think for you he's young he just turned 30 and he has a lot left in in the tank so yeah. um I, I i mean we'll obviously see um, I could, I actually, I can envision Matt Ryan easily being a Colt. I really, really can. I can see Jimmy going to Cleveland. I can see that. And I can see Baker going to Seattle is what Who I, I honestly, out here? Carolina, the Saints, the, oh, well, Carolina they out. still have Sam Darnold. Uh, uh the Saints, okay. That's yeah, cool. I, I think that, yeah, yeah, but they don't have, I mean, what's worse, I mean, Sam Darnold or Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah. But tell me what's, what's attracting anybody to the Panthers right now. 
Well, they did have, they the have, number they have two a good defense, defense last year. Yeah, they have a good defense, and, but what? And they still have DJ Moore and McCaffrey. Pretty good line. Sweet. I got to go against Tom Brady twice. What weapons do I got on the outside? <laughs> hey, apparently everybody wants to play against all the quarterbacks in the AFC. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, when you in have fact, uh, today, uh, I was listening to a Khalil Mack inter- uh, interception um, interview, and uh, they asked him about coming to the, the that division with all those quarterbacks. And he's like, "Man, this is gonna be fun. I can't wait. This is why I wanted to be here." So, it, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I, if if you're like uh, any player, I guess you either want to be with the best or you want to compete against the best, right? It's, it's either yeah. one. So that's what the NFL is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, Baker doesn't know that. Baker doesn't know that. <laughs> Baker wants to leave because somebody's better than me. They, they, he looked at a pretty girl. We were married. <laughs> it, I, I don't know why it bothers. It really bothers me that he like freaked out like that. It really does. Like it, 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 it bugs me so bad because I've watched a guy not say a word and then literally he, he handled it for 12 hours and he, dra- I guarantee it, you eight of those 12 hours, he drafted that email that drafted <laughs> that paper, eight of those 12 hours. I would say it's been, we've been hearing about Deshaun Watson to Cleveland for, for quite a while. And like I said, I don't know that it's just this one moment. It's the whole year building up where he's through the injuries, the, the OBJ drama, being called out by his receivers, having videos posted on Twitter of him missing open receivers. And I mean, it's been a long year and I just think it all came to a boiling point for him. Now. Yeah, I know there's other more mature guys in the league. There's more mature people all over this world that don't speak up. And when they're, mm-hmm. you know, feelings get hurt or whatever. But, uh, and like I said, I'm not defending him. I, I still have my doubts about him as a quarterback. Um, but um, let's just move on. I don't want to keep talking about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to have a ton to to talk about. Um, I mean, I guarantee you by Monday, we're going to have some Deshaun Watson news. I think next week is going to be every bit as action-packed because I think once he falls, and it's not just in the quarterback market, it's going to be, I mean, we still have to hear from uh, Tyron Matthew. Uh, we have to hear from uh, Stephon Gilmore yeah. where he's going to go. There's a lot of big-name guys that are out there. Um, that are going to be dropping. So they're going to be picking their team. So we're going to have a ton to talk about. This was a lot of fun, man. Uh, I had a blast this episode. I'm watching some Ray Ray McLeod uh, running through the Titans <laughs> right now. Man. Hey, he will get you at least one return touchdown this year. I'm calling it now. One, at least one. <laughs> yeah, do it against the Seahawks or something. I'm sick of them. All right. Well, hey, uh, I know we've been on for about an hour and fifteen. It, it's getting uh, it's getting time, but I do want to tease some news. Um, if you notice, we're two people, and only one of us has the last name Peebler. So <laughs> we we've kind of talked through this a little bit, and we are going to end up changing uh, the name of it. We have a logo ready. Um, we don't just want to change it, change it. So we're going to end up making our uh, official unveiling of our new name next Thursday. So we'd love for everybody to participate in that. I think it's going to be a huge deal. Um, this is something that we've kind of uh, done together. Um, I will say that I got to shout out to my mom because she was the one that actually came up with this this name uh, and sent it to me. And I sent it to Ronnie and he loved it. We were going through a million different names. 
Um, so um, it, it's going to be cool. I'm excited about it, but we want to uh, kind of tease it a little bit and we'll talk about it a little bit more on Monday and then we'll officially unveil it on uh, Thursday. What'd you think about that? Sounds good. Um, that's good. That's, that's exciting. Something we've been working on for a minute and uh, the logo took a little while to, to come up with. Um, but we had some help on that, and I think we got a good one. I mean, I, I'll just going to throw this out there. So we actually got an email sent with this what do you cool. say, maybe maybe fifty different logos on it. Easily, there was 50. a lot. Yeah, there was a ton of them. So I went through it, went through it, and I was like, "Ooh, I really like that one. That one's really cool. I love it." So I sent it to Brandon, and I said, "I'm not going to tell you which one I like. I want to hear what you say." He texted me a picture of the exact same logo. I was like, are you freaking serious? <laughs> so we both picked the exact same one, did not know what the other one was thinking. So that was pretty cool. And it's uh, definitely, it's a sign. <laughs> it, it's a sign. We've been on the same page with this for a long time, man. So uh, I'm really excited about it. But you want to know what? We got we to gotta jump off this. We gotta, we're going to have so much more news uh, Monday. I just know it. Um, oh, yeah. But, you guys, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We had a ton of comments. We got to bring Dawson on. That was awesome. Uh, until Monday, man, I think we're out. I hope you guys have a great weekend. And we're out of here. You guys have a good weekend.